It's Thursday, week seven. We've got Kansas City in Denver. Let's get it going. Let's talk about it a little bit. What's up? In the doghouse. everybody as you can tell by the music I am on the road heading down in the greater Chicagoland area that doesn't mean that we can't talk a little football while I'm in the truck come on now uh, we got Kansas City and Denver tonight uh, know a lot of people who want to play the showdown contest and just remember the showdown contest just for fun we are trying to win them but don't go heavy on them. The most I ever do is three, possibly four, if I want to get a pivot in there. So let's just get at her and uh, let's try to win some money. Uh, Kansas City favored by, what is it? Oh, Jesus. I can't read this print. They're favored by eight, but I think it's like, according to this, but I think they're down to like five and a half. Now, so the line is dropping. Uh, I have a 48 over-under. Um, should have looked. Made sure I looked at that a little bit more at home before uh, heading into work. But So, a lot of people are betting the under in this game. I'm not necessarily so sure that that is the right answer. Um, Kansas City could explode at any time. Now, the funny thing is, is they kind of update on my phone, and it was from FanDuel, and I don't know if it comes through the FanDuel scout or through FanDuel itself, and it said, <laughs> it said that uh, Patrick Mahomes has a legit ankle injury, and it legit was in quotes, I'm like, no shit, we've known this since week one, like, he's been hobbled on this thing the whole time, that's why he's not really running around. But he's still putting up the points. That's the problem. So, as far as the show, showdown slate is concerned, um, I'm not fading him on any of my things. Now, I don't quite know yet if I'm going to throw him in the captain spot because he is quite expensive. On FanDuel, sure. Um, they don't really charge you extra for that kind of action. So, you 
know, if you want to use him in the captain spot, thinking he's going to show out, ball out, absolutely, it's perfectly fine. On DK, it's a little harder to swallow that price because a lot of the cheaper options that are in this game just really don't entice me whatsoever. Um, so, unless I can talk myself into a certain other, you know, a couple of other uh, punt plays, I'm probably not going to put them in there. Now, with that being said, me saying I'm not going to put them in the captain spot means that a lot of people are saying probably the exact same thing. So, am I going to try? Sure shit I am. I'm going to try and put them in at least one lineup in the captain spot on DK. Uh, definitely will roll him in one on FanDuel. Uh, just in case he does have an extreme game. The matchup on paper is looks incredibly horrible, but this is Kansas City Chiefs. They can put up points at pretty much at will if everything's humming along, and they're just missing some of their plays. So I respect the Denver defense, but at the same time, they're not much better than a lot of other teams around the league that have played the Kansas City Chiefs and been throttled by them. So um, if we stick to the Kansas City side, probably also definitely locking in uh, Tyreek Hill. Again, don't know if I'm going to put him in the captain spot or not, but he is a little bit cheaper than Mahomes. So he's probably he's probably going to be like the t- one of the top options, if not the top option putting in that captain spot um, just because you're getting a little bit of a discount off of Mahomes so you're not paying nearly as much when you put them in uh, for that point and a half, or for the one and a half x value so um, definitely looking there I'm skipping the running backs on that side I, I don't give a fuck about McCoy or Williams or Williams or Thompson whatever the fuck they got going on. They, until they can prove what what the hell they want to do with it, I'm not going to touch it. McCoy would be the, my my preferred favorite out of the two, you know, the two major ones, but I just, I, I don't know. I just can't trust it. If you want to do it, it's perfectly fine. Um, Denver is weaker against the ground game than they are against running backs in the passing game by just a little bit. Um, but Kansas City's offensive line really is, if you look on your spreadsheet and you go all the way to the right, you can see they have a distinct disadvantage in the run blocking category as opposed to the pass blocking. So, um, in, my, in my opinion, they're not going to try and establish that run again like they should be trying to do. So you're going to see a lot more coming out of Mahomes' hands uh, through the passing game. Like I said, I like Tyreek Hill. Uh, he definitely has the best matchup on the board. Uh, should be should be in the sh- slot most of the time. Not really too worried about him. The other guy that I would probably look at is not at wide receiver, and it's probably Travis Kelsey at tight end. Um, Denver has been pretty decent this season against the tight ends. 
so far, but they have not faced a guy of Kelsey's caliber, let alone we're still waiting for that Kelsey breakout, and it's quite possible that it happens tonight. Just out of, just out of, you know, everything's got to work itself out at some point. There's no way that Kelsey can sit at such a mediocre level for his standards. So I'm going to take the chance that he's going to show up in this game and run from there. Defense, I have a little bit of love for the defense. Denver's given up 20, is 22 as far as D, defensive DVP, defense versus position. So it's quite possible that we could fit the Kansas City defense in and they're dirt fucking cheap. Now, I only shared in, in the Slack chat, and if you missed it, and you're involved in the Slack chat, you need to scroll up. Because I put a chart on there, and it was uh, DVOA for special teams only. And Denver was 31st in DVOA against special teams. So your Kansas City defense that you're putting in also includes special teams. So it's quite possible that... Kansas City could run something back tonight. Are they going to use Tyreek Hill? I don't think so. I think they're still going to at least just they'll keep him on the field for offense, of course. But with the injury that he's sustained, I don't know if they're going to be willing to have him take uh, possible shots um, that could disrupt that injury again and take him off the field. So what does that mean? It means Byron Pringle. I don't like to play whatsoever. He is dirt fucking cheap. If you're running the defense and you need something to save salary as well, take a look at Pringle. He should be returning punts and possibly kickoffs as well. So definitely consider it. You don't have to do it. But if you want an advantage of doubling up on points, you really have to hope that Pringle can take it back all the way because you're not going to get any yardage whatsoever. You need that touchdown. So that's what you're looking for. Do you have to run Pringle? No. Because you're probably only going to see six points. You're looking for a ceiling of probably... Out of Pringle, he may see a reception or two because Sammy Watkins is out. He may see a pass or two. So you're looking at maybe one reception, and this is mostly for DK, so we'll just use full point PPR. You're looking at maybe one, two receptions at the most for, like, say, 20 yards. Probably no touchdowns in the receiving game, but... He could get a touchdown in the return game, so you're looking at a max of about 10 points. If you think it's worth it, that's how you use it. But you have to take a look and see if Pringle is going to be worth it 
matching up with your defense because you need Pringle to outscore whatever other options are out there. Now again, if you need a punt play and you look at all the other punts, he's probably got the most upside. The only other guy, the only other, well, the only other guy that's down there that I've seen is Noah Fant or Jeff Hireman. They they spent each spend a lot of time on the field. Fant's going to be your more upside guy, but he's also going to be your more name brand guy. Hireman's involved. Whether now he's another one that needs to have the touchdown. Fant not so much. Fant's probably going to get. More, a lot more targets than Hireman's going to get. But is everybody just going to go to Fant and totally forget about Hireman? That's kind of my key. Kind of my key on there. Now they're ninth. Kansas City's ninth against a tight end in DVOA, but they're giving up. They're twenty fifth in DVP on points given up to the tight end position, and it's Tyron Matthew back there who really can't cover tight ends all that well. Now, like I said, Fant's got the more upside on there. He's probably going to be a real positive or a popular um, salary saver because you're looking at the matchup. So, Hireman's a little a little bit cheaper. So, you're going to really have to take a look in there if you need the savings, maybe go to Hireman instead of using Fant. Um, as far as the rest of the Broncos, I think Flacco is a good option on one condition. You have to believe that Kansas City is going to start getting is going to really get up on Denver, get up on them early, which means that the ball is in Flacco's hands primarily. And it stays out of the running back's hands for the most part. That's what you're looking for. You're also looking, you want to get at a very bare minimum, you need to ask yourself, can Joe Flacco get me 15 points or more? If he can, he's absolutely in play. But if you don't think he can't get to that 15-point threshold, I'd pass on him altogether. And I'd just go to my the top two options, which would be Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Freeman's going to be your inside the tackles guy. Lindsay's going to be more of your outside guy. So what does that mean? Well, look at what Carlos Hyde did. Carlos Hyde was more of the inside type runner, and just ate and ate and ate this team up. So who's that? Who's that favor? That favors Royce Freeman. Does it mean that I'm fading Lindsay? Absolutely not, because Lindsay can do some stuff as well against this team, and they're going to split carries anyways. Probably going to. My expectation is that you're probably going to see 15, 15, at least 12 carries, and probably 15 touches per guy. So that puts both in play. Now, whether, you know, who you want to put in the captain spot is really, if you want to go that route, which I probably recommend, it's probably Royce Freeman because he's the cheapest option, which means that you can completely pay up for everything else. 
from that spot. So, strongly consider one or the other with Royce having a little bit of an edge on there. But, don't completely ignore the idea of using them both together. Kansas City is in the top four for most points giving up to the running back position. All of that primarily on the ground, not through the passing game. So, if Denver decides that they want to completely completely stay on the ground, they probably could have a field day all day on there. They have the advantage in both the run and the passing game as far as the offensive line blocking is concerned. So, they can do it either way. They can go through the air. They can go on the ground. They're primarily going to set up that rushing game. They want to pound the fuck out of this ball, and they want to keep that ball out of Mahomes' hands. Like I said, though, Mahomes will get his points because they do, they do well more than enough with the limited opportunities that they have. So I wouldn't fade Mahomes either. But Flacco's the key. Flacco's really a key on whether or not, like I said, 15 points, can he get there? If he can get there, he's an option. If you don't think he is, I'd fade him. As far as passing game is concerned, outside of the tight ends that we've already went over, um, I do have some love for Cortland Sutton. As much as the DVOA doesn't uh, correlate, we've seen number ones have success against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, DeAndre Hopkins last week, he he dropped the touchdown pass. Should have scored over 20. Cortland Sutton is a hell of a, is a hell of a wide receiver. He's still kind of raw because it's only his second year, but he's seeing like seven to eight targets a game. Regardless of if the Denver Broncos are ahead or behind, so he's absolutely an option, a sneakier option if you need value would be Deshaun Hamilton. Uh, not nearly as many targets. But he has the advantage in both DVOA and with uh, the matchup on the corner that he has. I believe it's Kendall Fuller. So, strongly considered those two options. I'm not really on Emmanuel Sanders, but according to the matchup, he's got a pretty decent one. But Kansas City, but Kansas City on paper is not going to show that they give up a lot of passing. Uh, or points through the passing game. It's all going to be on the running game because that's what the teams have finally figured out what to do. You run the ball. You run the ball directly at at the Kansas City Chiefs and take it away from them. So that's kind of my keys for tonight. Tomorrow morning, I'll be doing the first run-through for Week 7. Spreadsheets are in your mailboxes. They got done this uh, early or late this morning, but before noon. And then um, I'll have the write-up done Friday night. And Saturday morning, I'll have the final run-through of the article. 
So until then, let's go get that showdown sleep.